All right, it's the Chris Ventura Show. We're here with show number 47, and I'm here with Kat. When Kat's not denting popcorn tins, she's hosting the show. Hey, Kat, how are you doing today? That was uncalled for. <laughs> it's all right. We were just sharing some popcorn, <laughs> and a little incident with the tin occurred, but we're all okay now. The leftover holiday popcorn tin. We're in the middle of February. We're trying to get through it before it gets completely stale. But anyways, well, welcome to the show. We're back again. A little bit later, we're going to have a song from my friend's record album, my friend Garrett has some songs that he produced, and we're going to play one of them during the break, so that's coming up, so stay tuned for that. And then also, um, we have a little bit of uh, celebrity news, and I hate celebrity news, and you'll see how much I hate it later on. But anyways, uh, this is a show that's going to be a lot about, can you believe that? And we're going to be talking about some topics and things that uh, kind of I cannot believe. And we're going to start out with something that recently happened, which was the debate between Ken Ham and Bill Nye on the idea of Darwin evolution creationism and uh Catherine and I are going to play some clips from the uh debate and discuss them a little bit and have a little bit of our own personal views which might not even be totally polarizing it might not be one way or the other there might be some middle ground there that we're going to discover as we go through this still topic of the debate so uh Catherine you're familiar with the debate take you took a look at it a little bit yeah I did a little bit a little bit (laughs) a little bit right but you have your opinions after you've seen some of it, right? I've had these opinions for a while so, that mm-hmm. ha- don't necessarily go with either one of them. And I'll, I'll bring it up later. I don't want <laughs> I'd, I'd rather wait after the clip. Okay. It's going to might come into, I don't know if anybody else, this is totally something I've come up with uh, on my own. And um, <clears throat> I wouldn't say there's, I wouldn't say there's evidence, like but it's, it's more like I feel like this is um, this is how I feel how things are, and I maybe somebody agrees with me. Uh, maybe they've never heard of anything like that. But I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna bring okay. it up later. All right, and I'll discuss some of my. I mean, I never really discussed my my spirituality or I guess my beliefs. Religion. The, yeah, and see, I even stammered to even say the word religion. That's really uh, where I'm kind of going towards right now. Politics. But what we're going to do is we're going to play uh, some highlighted clips from the uh, debate. And as a little disclaimer, these are clips that were edited not by myself, but somebody else on YouTube. But I actually watched the entire debate, which was close to three hours long. And we're not going to go through the whole thing. But this is about three minutes of... You'll thank the, us. <laughs> I guess, yeah. The best of, or kind of like you get the gist of it. Anything highlights. that's missing in the highlights, I will stop the tape and I will discuss some of the things that to probably be uh, explained to you as the audience if you haven't seen the entire debate. So we're going to go ahead and play the clip now. And as we go along, we're going to stop it and do some commentary on it. So here's the first clip. And this is a pretty much summary of their opening statements. Their opening statements were each 30 minutes in length. So this is like maybe about a minute of each of their stuff. So let's take a look at that right now. We've seen people in, in being indoctrinated to believe that creationists can't be scientists. There's experimental or observational science, as we call it. That's using the scientific method, observation, measurement, experiment, testing. All scientists, whether creationists or evolutionists, actually have the same observational or experimental science. Now, Mr. Ham and his followers have this remarkable view of uh, a worldwide flood. Now, i got to stop it here for a second. Uh, on Bill Nye's presentation is a, is a nice <laughs> picture of, uh, I guess, an artist's rendition of uh, Noah's Ark with a bunch of animals making their way into the Ark. It is kind of comical. And I don't know how much I really believe in uh, this whole flood Noah's Ark thing happening, but um, he continues and kind of points out kind of the ridiculousness of it. Um, Did continue. you even believe it as a kid? I don't think I even believed that as a kid. To me, I just thought of it as a story i thought of it as a story as well i kind of thought of it the same way i guess that you kind of believe in santa claus you don't really want to question <laughs> okay, it yeah. yeah you know you're not old enough to question it so you're like well maybe maybe and that's kind of how i felt about these kind of stories and like <laughs> biblical stories and things like that and what they are our stories people have written about these things and said that this is how it happened but who knows but ken ham seems to find this as his uh his point to, of argument here let's continue with a little bit more of this that somehow influenced everything that we observe in nature. A 500-foot wooden boat, eight zookeepers for 14,000 individual animals, every land plant in the world underwater for a full year. I ask us all, is that really reasonable? You'll hear a lot about the Grand Canyon, I imagine, also, which is a remarkable place, and it has fossils. 
And the fossils in the Grand Canyon are found in layers. There is not a single place in the Grand Canyon where the fossils of one type of animal cross over into the fossils of another. In other words, when there was a big flood on the earth, you would expect drowning animals to swim up to a higher level. Not any one of them did. If Bill Nye and I went to the Grand Canyon, we could agree that that's a Coconino sandstone in the Hermit Shale, and there's the boundary. They're sitting one on top of the other. We could agree on that, but we would disagree on how long it took to get there. But see, none of us saw the sandstone or the shale being laid down. There's a supposed 10 million year gap there. Now, this is where he starts to talk about how we weren't there to see it. Yet, um, later on in his arguments, he uses the Bible as the ultimate answer. And obviously, he says somebody was there to see it and write it down. So that's how it happened. But science proves that the, the, the dating, the carbon dating and, and the dating of the rocks and the trees and their existence go back way further than what this guy says and the people who believe this say. And I forgot to mention this, that he believes that the earth is only four to 6,000 years old, four to 6,000 years old, uh, when we know, well, science says, you know, millions of years old. Um, and basically all the answers for this guy come from the Bible. So let's continue a little bit more with this and uh, a little bit more commentary after he finishes. But I don't see a gap. But that might be different to what Bill Nye would see. But, but see, there's a difference between what you actually observe directly and then your interpretation in regard to the past. Okay, now stop right there, right? What you observe, as he says, and your interpretation. Well, what is written in the Bible, I think, is people's interpretations of a story that was passed along that may not be completely accurate. Um, I'm having a hard exaggerated time. Exaggerated, probably. Yes, I'm ha- like that game telephone where a story gets exaggerated, <laughs> yeah. goes on and on and on, and nobody really knows exactly what the real truth was. And this is this is actually worse because not just uh, hearing it differently, but they might be changing it things on purpose sure. to h- how they would want the story to be told. Right. I mean, and put their own ideas on it. Yeah, and let's just say we kind of know uh, the They're human human nature and the way that people operate, and sometimes I think that there is exaggeration. People are not absolutely... to be trusted. Well, yeah, I guess that's kind of going into our belief system there, that some people are not to be trusted. And the idea that... Um, see, I'm trying to cover... I'm forgetting, because I watched the whole thing, and I'm forgetting what's left out on these clips, but I do know the fact that he says about the, the fitting the... the the animals on the on the ark and all that kind of stuff, and that there's only a certain number of types and kinds. They like to use the word kinds instead of species, where species means all different types of certain animals. Mm-hmm. He says that if there was dogs or cats, then it was one dog type and one cat type, and then later on just kind of morphed into all these different breeds and species mm-hmm. and things like that. So that's how they're able to fit them on to the the boat, right? Huge boat, exactly that huge wood boat. You know, and there was no fighting, apparently. That Noah built. Yeah. That no, Yeah, one person in his family built wow, this okay. thing. Um, and then I I think we were discussing earlier, too. Sure, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we were discussing earlier, too, that um, the explanation for the fact that how they got along on the boat was that everybody was vegetarian before the boat. And then after the boat, the animals just went wild. And then chaos happened and i guess man sinned and you know know, that's something that i i was trying to think on the scientific side i was like wouldn't they have like attacked each other they wouldn't have all made it out (laughs) they'd just be like a bunch of carcasses and furs you know (laughs) and that's it maybe you know i mean i'm sure they were hungry they had to cook a few birds in there at some point (laughs) i'm just thinking roasted duck or something I just like you just put them in in there and it's like a, a mealy like freaking you know <laughs> uh, 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 what's it the wrestling uh rumble <laughs> you know what <laughs> the, I mean? let's get ready to rumble the royal, the, royal the, rumble that was called <laughs> they're just gonna just eliminate each other <laughs> <laughs> half the ship's broken you know and <laughs> sails all messed up anyway let's continue i i'm going to continue with the clip because i i know at some point they they bring up some things that we talked about earlier me and Catherine, before we started taping and i just want to make sure that they're covered or else I'll have to explain it, which is fine with me. Here we go. We're talking about the past when we weren't there. We didn't see those tree rings actually forming. We didn't see those layers being laid down. Oh, and then I love... <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> we commented too, if you watch the debate, you see Bill, Bill Nye looking at the guy explaining this sort of stuff. And he has that look of, can you believe this shit? <laughs> can you believe this guy? And it's just like, wow. But we'll continue. Here we go. Like the dating methods, you're assuming things in regard to the past Brown. Uh, that aren't necessarily <laughs> true. 
the fundamental thing we disagree on, Mr. Ham, is this nature of what you can prove to yourself. When people make assumptions, they're making assumptions based on previous experience. They're not coming out of whole cloth. I encourage you to explain to us why, why we should accept your word for it, that natural law changed just 4,000 years ago. And when he talks about natural law, that's what I was talking about a minute ago, about the whole change in the species and animals going from vegetarian to meat eaters and the fighting and the sinning Carnivores. and the burning and brimstone and fire and downfall of man and all that kind of stuff. Apparently that's when things just changed all of a sudden. Completely. And there's no record of it. Natural law hasn't changed. As I talked about, you know, we, I said we have the laws of logic, the uniformity of nature... And that only makes sense within a biblical worldview anyway of a creator God who set up those laws. And that's why we can do good experimental science because we assume those laws are true and they'll be, they'll be true uh, tomorrow. And, a, and a, lot, a lot of his argument is basically because God said so or because God <laughs> made this happen, that's why Paraphrasing. it's so. Um, I think a little, it will always be It'll always that be way. that way because of that, because he said so, because that's how it, it goes down in the book. We build models based upon the Bible, and those models are always subject to change. The fact of Noah's flood is not subject to change. It's, he's taking it as an absolute fact that this flood did happen. <laughs> There's no way it could not have happened. There's no way it could just be a story or fabricated event. It happened. It, to him, it happened. It definitely happened. But the model of how the flood occurred is subject to change. Of course it's subject to change because it's based on just the idea that, hey, this flood happened. It's not, it's not fact. I'm sorry continue uh, because we, we observe in the, in the, in the current world and, and we're able to uh, come up with maybe different ways this could have happened or that could have happened and, and that's part of that scientific discovery you cannot ever prove using uh, you know, the, the scientific method in the present you can't prove the age of the earth so you can never prove it's old so there is no hypothetical <laughs> what we- <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I guess if he hasn't seen it himself, then this doesn't ha- it doesn't exist. So, I mean, as far as his lifetime is concerned, isn't he taking the word of everybody else who's observed up to that point that the Earth has done these things because they said it happened? So then he's saying we can't we can't base our beliefs on science because we weren't there to observe it. But he's just kind of hoping that the people who he says that he believes who yeah. observed it back then are telling the truth. Because he's but, saying you need witnesses, right? So basically what he's saying is that nothing existed until, I guess this is what he's saying, that nothing existed or is fact until it was written down, until the written language of the people of Earth was developed. And this takes me back to my beer, my beer class, by the way. There's a documentary called How Beer Saved the World, and it talks about how written language was kind of formed around the time when beer was uh, something that everybody served and created and drank and traded and it was like a commodity and a way to pay stuff but there are symbols in the earliest history of written language where you can see the symbol for beer pop up again and again as like receipts or payment for or for things done and and you know like projects and it was kind of like way back in the beginning so this predates the english written language but i think this guy starts out at the at the at the English language is that's where everything began for civilization, but that's not true at all. I mean, he's ignoring um, ancient Egypt and all that, like you know, all those other societies in Mesopotamia yeah. and way, way, way back in the beginning. It just doesn't seem to to exist. It's just this boat happened, and then we go on from there. Let's continue. I'm sorry. As you can see, I'm not reading into his BS. But we'll talk about my spirituality in a minute, because I do have some. So if I've lost you already, you know what? Just hold on, okay? I, I got something to tell you. Just hold on. We want in science, science as practiced out on the outside, is an ability to predict. We want to have a natural law that is so obvious and clear, so well understood, that we can make predictions about what will happen. And the big thing I want from you, Mr. Ham is can you come up with something that you can predict? Do you have a creation model that predicts something that will happen in nature? Hmm. I don't know if he does. Because uh, anything that later on happened in the debate, he actually talks about, uh, well, 
uh, there's a book that exists that answers all these questions. There's no reason for you to question this because it's in the book. The book says this is what it is. And some of the creationists kind of faulted Bill Nye and said, hey, look, you know, when we asked you, so how did we become, how did the earth form? How was it that the Big Bang happened? All this sort of stuff. Bill Nye obviously was not able to answer that. But science is not for us to know everything. If we knew everything, then every problem that we have would be solved. So just because science can't answer everything doesn't mean that that we have to have an answer for everything. We don't know everything. That's why we study. That's why we do research, to try to find yeah, patterns. Yeah, science's job is never done. Exactly. And experiments. more to discover. Right. We just can't take a written book's word for it that this is how it was. I mean, if we did that, then we would still be thinking that the uh, sun revol- revolves around the earth and, you know, old thinking like that, you know? But until science progresses, then these <laughs> old models earth. are flat earth, right? You fall off the edge. I mean, is this what this guy thinks? That because it was written down and somebody said it, that it's got to be fact? It's been changed because science has proven this wrong. Now, we haven't been able to prove the arc wrong, but common sense says that this is something that's pretty much impossible to do. Can you imagine one man with a bunch of animals in a huge boat ending up on the top of a mountain in a giant flood that flooded the entire earth? And this happened two or four thousand years ago when we have stuff that was dated way before that that exists that he's just ignoring i don't understand it can you believe that (laughs) i'm sorry it gets me heated up it's just i don't know i it's just like that's our catchphrase for this this pretty much pretty much because i'm gonna get even more enraged as the show goes on because i have some other things to talk about that have nothing to do with this that still enrage me but well, I mean, okay, so Catherine, what is what is your belief? Do you believe in, in anything bigger out there than us, or, or what is it? Because I, I mean, I have an answer. I mean, I was raised country. Catholic. Okay. And and um, even though I went to, to, you know, Sunday school, I didn't really believe it. Um, but I just went just to go. You know, I was mm-hmm. supposed to go. They made me go, right? Right. And, st- <clears throat> Whew, well... Go on. I do believe. Wait, what? Go ahead. Continue. Is there a God? Do I think there's a God? I think people think there's a God. I don't know if there's a God. I I feel I really I can't prove it that there's a God. I can't prove that there's no God. So I I identify myself as agnostic. I see myself as agnostic, and I do have, I do I am spiritual. Okay. I feel I feel like there is um. Mm-hmm. A reason to go to religion, just like I believe in, in you know, exorcisms. I believe in, in ghosts and all this. I know people are rolling their eyes at me. <laughs> Some people out there. I believe in psychics. I believe in... No, I actually know somebody who was doing ghost hunting, so it's okay. Yeah, I believe I believe in hauntings, I and I believe in that mediums can communicate with the other side. I think, you know, is there an afterlife? I know we're going into a different, total, complete subject. No, but that's okay because they, dis- they discussed because, that in the debate too. Well, yeah, too. because of these things, that is why I I think there could be a God. Because um, just the whole, I believe in, in guardian angels. There's angels. So if there's good and evil, okay, well, maybe I'm not, I'm not, I don't know for sure if there's a God, but I know for sure there's good and evil in, in, in the afterlife. There's another, like, a, a universe, another dimension where all this is going on like a, um, a war between good and, and evil and that we can't see with our own eyes. Okay. And, well, the whole thing about... Okay, and then there's this other side where I think in the in the past where they come up with, you know... I didn't say come up with, but um, where Jesus came about, I think it's an alien. I think he's an alien. <laughs> I think people just didn't understand it. And I feel like, you know, and the reason I think this is because um, there's, okay, there's the story of Jesus, right? And the religion of, you know, Christianity, okay, right? all right. But there's similar stories around the world that um, had the similar, um, like, timeline as Jesus. Like, okay. he, yeah, that's you know, true. he I know resurrected that, yeah. and mm-hmm. all this, the, the miracles and all this and different, um, you know, how many Jesus are there? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, what if these were, um, you know, just just like we have alien sightings around the world. What if this was just alien sightings back then, and this is how they rationalized it, and 
the miracles that they had it was the technology that they had you know what i mean what you're saying then is what it is is a is a worldwide different culture's observation of a alien visit an actual event yes okay the actual event i could actually see that yeah that's how i see it and um so i wouldn't say there's a god but i do believe there's a, a war between good and evil okay which people relate to you know um the devil god and the devil right mm-hmm. but it's, i don't think it's that i don't think there actually is a devil and an actual devil i don't think there is but there's good and bad and um yeah i feel like another thing about this world okay this has nothing to do with this but i'm i'm like <laughs> it's okay i'm gonna <laughs> take gonna, you back home in a second yeah Go i on. was just maybe it's not for the show but i'm we're this is an alien ant farm that's what i think <clears throat> oh oh okay. alien ant farm i i think there is no purpose for us but that doesn't mean that we can't have a purpose that we're being observed basically yeah and we're just that's kind what, of running and i feel course. like the aliens keep coming back to earth there must have been like this super alien race who knows wh- back when that came down earth and and planted seeds and created us that's what i think now, and watched us grow and yes and I'm not going to laugh at you and I think that's actually a pretty interesting way to put it and that's something that I might get into in a second but you know what's interesting before we started taping Catherine told me that she had different ideas I didn't know they were going to be this different but that's good I didn't want to tell see? because it actually makes sense to me and that's something that you can also accept as truth because I honestly sometimes think that and I had this conversation with somebody the other day about technology and advances and things like that I honestly kind of think sometimes that some of the technologies that we do have is not something that man created that's some kind of alien back to egypt some kind of technology that was thrown at them or given to them at some point to progress the uh you know make the pyramids yeah that we don't understand but we just have it somehow I, I don't know. There's, Which we can't I, explain. It's very weird that at certain points in time that there was such crazy breakthroughs and progress that was made. Something, like I think, Vinci. intervened at some point. But this takes me on to, I guess, back to the debate. Now, I, I don't... I really, 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 really believe in science, okay? Science fact. Science proves what's real, what's not, how things work, the laws of, of things, you know? But I still think... Uh, despite this that i am somewhat spiritual and i and it's funny that i always say this i never i never say the word god i'm not a religious person and if you're religious that's fine too and i don't have a problem with religious people i have a problem with closed-minded religious people Mm -hmm. and i'm a science person but i'm not closed-minded to the fact that i think there's probably something bigger out there that i don't understand i believe in karma and energy and spirit things like that um every time something happens that you know it's like wow maybe the universe is trying to tell me something i always use the word universe instead of god or something mm-hmm. i say the universe is just so, trying to pray to universe uh, treat so, karma karma it's trying to teach me a lesson today i had a very odd monday a couple mondays ago that was just weird just the whole vibe of the day was strange and i'm gonna end this on a note that's gonna make me sound wacky but I had a series of cancellations and weird interactions with people that was kind of, it just, the whole day felt weird. And by the end of it, it all seemed to work out, but it was kind of like a wake wake up call to me about, I guess, uh, working, how to work with people, how to put up with stresses and things like that. It was kind of like a test. And on my way home, and I know I'm going to lose a bunch of people right now when I say (laughs) this, but I swear to you, I swear, I swear. I'm pretty sure I saw a UFO. I'm not. Oh my god! I'm serious. What time of day? Like this, the sun up? Uh, like right around sunset. And it wasn't the reflection of a plane in the distance. It was like this blue light overhead. That. Uh, and I'm always looking for UFOs. I'm like, damn, when am I gonna see a UFO one day? Really caught my attention. I'm like, wow, that's really weird. I mean, it's, it, it looked like maybe it was like a helicopter with like a light on, but really bright blue light. But yeah, when I was I, confused. Helicopters. I'm like. Is it? But there was no noise. There was no sound. And it was kind of overhead. And I was walking and I was looking at it. And it kind of, uh, it got blocked off by a house. I passed the house. It went behind the house. And then I, as I looked back for it, it wasn't there anymore. And no matter how hard, I just stood there in the street looking for it. And I couldn't (laughs) see this object anymore. I mean, who knows what it was. But Probably went all the way. Got called. It got called home, I guess. Um, no, not. Oh. I mean, what if it's like, uh, 
uh, those uh, helicopters with the spotlight. They were looking for someone. So they probably got called oh, to go I to see. another location. Yeah. So they just did a like, U-turn or something. A little, a little sharp sharp turn. Could have been that. So but it, it didn't keep going on that trajectory. You were expecting to see it. But, but it brought upon me. It brought upon me my thoughts of spirituality and the bigger universe, universe out there. And I do believe that there's life in other places, but it not, not might be the same life that we have. And this goes into your idea of the ant farm of people that aliens are observing us. Because who's to say that us as a as a human race this is our size this is our scale average person's what five six feet tall right but who's to say there isn't a more intelligent race out there that's at a different scale that's maybe like a few inches tall or like who's yeah. like 20 or 30 feet tall we don't know yeah, there's, I, I think there's aliens on earth and there is a, a battle of different there's i also think there's um good and bad aliens that they're um Probably some of our, some of them some of them are trying to come on Earth and try to hijack, try hijack us, try and take over the Earth. I mean, this can also somehow, and then the other ones come over here and try to defend their. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, get off our land. Well, uh, they they belong to us. And this really thinks this makes you even think even. I know we're going way past the debate now at this point, but I there's know, so much like, to what talk. What the hell are you talking about? But but hey. there's a lot of stuff to consider and consider this. Okay, consider this. Now you say there's a war on Earth with aliens and things like that. Well, think about like yeah. viruses and germs and bacteria and things like that. That oh my god, that are parts mutate, of our our probably that mutate come from other planets that mutate to survive and they use our bodies as hosts to survive and live. Oh man, parasites and things like that alien isn't that crazy to think about oh my god but in a world where somebody says that it's written in the book like this the the book does not explain any of these kinds of scientific facts or diseases or germs or all these other things that science has discovered to explain why things happen people used to bleed people out with leeches and use weird homeopathic uh, ways to cure people you know like or how about the salem ritz uh, witch trials and drowning people because they don't understand and for hearsay and because somebody said this is fact so it's taken as fact but then we realize oh that's not right at all but this guy just seems to be very close-minded which is real oh which is are real well there is they are okay let's not discuss that <laughs> you said they aren't no i said they oh, are hell no. i said okay, they are better. i said they are well i know a few anyways <laughs> Um, with a B in front? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little modified Anyways. witch with a B in front. Yeah, but I, I don't Wait. know. This this debate is something that is always... It's a constant debate between different people and the way they think in religion and science and how it crosses over. And he introduced a lot of people into his debate who were um, other scientists kind of like saying, well, other scientists believe me, so I must be right. But... These other people seem as close-minded as this guy. And it was kind of odd because because I'm not religious, so when you hear somebody talk about quotes in the Bible and Jesus and this and that, oh, God, I say this and that, like I'm just throwing it away. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be disrespectful. But what I mean is it it was kind of preachy to me. Like I I, I just, the answers weren't there for me. They just were not there. And it it was more of a, a... somebody preaching to me than to tell me what I should believe and why. There was no real proof to it. I don't mm. know. Here's a little bit more, and this is also kind of, and we're going to wrap it up in about 10 minutes because we're really going long yeah, on this. I'm but probably there's so much- alone on the whole alien thing. I'm sure everyone's going to be like, what the hell is she talking about? I don't, Especially I don't, the ones that are talking about religion. <laughs> I wouldn't say that you're alone on the alien thing. I, I, that's something I consider. Well, and then there's mm-hmm. like, they're like, well, have you ever watched that show, Ancient Aliens? I think that's what yeah. it's called. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's an interesting show to watch, and Definitely. that's something that you should check out if you yeah, me and my bro think seen about it. that. There's a little bit more from the debate, then we'll uh, have our closing statements, Catherine and I, and then we'll we move on to, to another topic. Uh, California, we find enormous stands of bristle cone. Oh, by the way, the music is not part of the debate. This is what somebody edited on YouTube. So if you're hearing music, <laughs> it's not me or the video. So here it is. Cone pines. Some of them are over 6,000 years old, 6,800 years old. How could these trees be there if there was an enormous flood just 4,000 years ago? Well, that makes destroyed it, right? Right, it would have destroyed it. And And it would have been a baby tree. Right, and then Bill Bill Nye goes on to explain that if you were to take a 
little little like, tree broke it like a twig. and then put it underwater for a year oh, it, yeah. wouldn't it wouldn't survive so everything yeah. would be wiped clean there's no way that these trees could exist today how did the atoms that created the big bang get there this is the great mystery you've hit the nail on the head no this is so uh where did what was before the big bang this is what drives us this is what we want to know let's keep looking let's keep searching nobody knows why Look, he's Nobody smiling. knows oh. why. Yeah, smug, the cre- yeah, the creation. Oh, he can't explain why. So then he the, must. People be in the wrong. audience are laughing, and the people too. in the audience oh, are laughing. God. Oh, let us remind you that this is taking place in the uh, the museum, museum that this. Yeah, mm-hmm, that this museum guy has. Of, museum of creationism. Uh, yeah, answers in Genesis is the subtitle of the of the museum. Us, this is wonderful and charming and compelling. This is what makes us get up and go to work every day, is to try to solve the mysteries of the universe. And that's time. Mr. Ham? Here's the answer. Hey, Bill, I, I just want to let you know that uh, there actually is a book out there that actually tells us where matter came from. And the very first sentence in that book says, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And really, that's the only thing that makes sense. It's the only thing that makes sense of uh, why not just matter is here, where it came from, but why uh, matter, when, when you look at it, we, we have uh, information and, and language systems that build life, not just matter. Hmm. Okay, pause it. Okay. That thing we just said about the Big Bang, I know I was talking about the whole alien thing, but that doesn't explain the planet forming for me. Okay. Or or would it? But I mean, when I was younger, I remember it was before I even came up with that whole um, that belief with the whole um, aliens and uh, coming on Earth, uh, looking like Jesus, <laughs> 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 making miracles, but uh, you know, awing the people. But <clears throat> the Big Bang. I remember when I was younger, I was still thinking, okay, science versus you know, was it the Big Bang or did God create the the world? And then when I was younger, I was thinking it's in the middle. What? How? Why can't it be that the way they described the Big Bang, there was this explosion, you know, that, that created the Earth. That's like the science explanation. Why can't it be like, exp- it's like the, the, the scientific explanation for God creating the planet. Hmm. What about God creating that Big Bang? And they're just explaining the bit at the Big Bang caused it. Because the planet form. Well, here's well, who, what created God? Where did God come from? If God, what started? What mm. came? What happened? Why did it happen? Mm. Now I'm See, really that's that's something like who? And then and then if you say who made God, who made what made God? Right. It's like you can go on forever. Yeah. So it's like, do we really have to keep looking for answers? Like I feel like, why? That's another part of me that's like, why do we need to know? Just fucking. Why can't people just? This is the life they have. Why not just live your live a good life? It's like I feel like the Bible was just made up so that people it's like making bedtime stories just so people would be scared to to do certain things, just to act right, to to be a good person, to not kill and do all these things, murder. And I feel like that's maybe where it started from. To to just kind of curb like society and make people yeah. uh, behave themselves. To have morals. I'm glad you brought that up because they actually discussed like that a- later on in the debate. The reason, like, why our existence is, why we exist, basically. They talked a little bit about that. Um, I think the, the question had to do with, um, oh, because Bill and I was talking about... Um, yeah, like what need, our purpose is that, just to be the best us. He was talking about how um, children need to know science, that he worries for youth who are taught only creationism and mm. uh, the whole flood and all that and only 6,000 years of, of existence and things like that because he needs them to know how they were made and what the, you know, had... I guess that and also he was talking not about, to have all the answers for them to want to well, be yeah, curious to and explore some to more discover. And, and understand you know and understand where they're coming from and that it's possible that we evolved out of uh, you know creatures and things like that but but the but Ken Ham says is that it it's it's messed up to tell children that we evolved out of creatures that mm. he wants them to believe that humans were humans and they were always humans and that was it um, not that evolution occurred because. <laughs> He doesn't because he says it's it's just it's detrimental to 
to the uh he's probably worried about conf- probably edit this bestiality <laughs> well, <he's, laughs> no, like, oh they came from humans anyway we came from hum- them anyways <laughs> it's edit a, that out it's a, no 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 it's you're just being funny and i understand but it's just kind of like he wants it to be pure. There's no crossover. Um, that this this only has to be animals, humans. That's it. He doesn't want pu- uh, human like children. It's such a bad thing. This is what I'm trying to, to get out. My goodness, I couldn't animals. get it out. He <laughs> he wants uh, human children to not feel bad about themselves because they grew up out of pond scum. When maybe that's scientific fact. After millions of years of evolution, that, that that's possible. Has that affected you? That hasn't affected me. I didn't grow up. I just think when it's I cool. Read science. That's exactly right. I thought it was cool growing up learning stuff like that. It didn't make me feel like, oh my goodness, I'm no better than the mud on my shoes. You know, that's so yeah. Stupid. Instead, you could like feel like, wow, look where we are now. So basically, we came from this. He wants to give. Start at the bottom. <laughs> that song came up again, <laughs> didn't it? Um, now we hear. <laughs> All right. Exactly. No, but basically, I mean, seriously, I have no problem whatsoever with um, anybody who is religious and believes in what they believe in. And I, I really respect that. And I understand spirituality. And I happen not to be too spiritual, but I do believe in karma, energy, universe, good, bad, evil, you know, all that kind of stuff. And just to be a good person, as good as you can be in the short amount of time you have on this earth do your best but i have a problem with scientists who are super closed-minded mm-hmm. and people in general don't want to you know say that maybe this is possible and i and i know that means i'm saying that maybe the i'm saying that the flood and the and the ark in six thousand years is impossible but science has already proved that wrong so if he can prove it otherwise or he has some pictures that he wants to show me a slideshow <laughs> of something then I'll believe it. But I, until then, I, I don't think so. I'm sorry. All right, so that's what I think about the debate. So let's continue the, a little bit more of this video, and then we'll wrap it up. So let's just see what he has to say here. And I know he refers to the book again, so here it comes. Matter. Don't know. This is a great mystery. But the joy of discovery... Oh, there's that joy of discovery. <laughs> that's what drives us. But that's powerful. That's true. I mean... That, and that's another part of the debate. That's Why, nostalgic right there. The pro- it's inspiring for your children. It is inspiring for your the, children. Who's teaching science, Spiel, not the science guy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, also <laughs> the fact that they discussed why even bother. And I think that's where, where Ken Ham was being like, well, if, if science exists to tell us that we've evolved and we're going to die and we're not going to be around anymore, so why even bother? Like, why even do the things that we do if we're all going to just die and not be remembered? That was the other argument that he doesn't want children to know that there is no afterlife, that there is there's a possibility that you can just die and that's the end of it for you. But if that's what happens, then that's what happens. Do the best that you can while you're here. Discover and learn. And future generations will live through what you've done. You know what I mean? Like science continues, your family continues. When I die, you know, I'm gonna leave all this to my cats, you know? And they'll <laughs> prosper from that but i'll still live through them gonna eat you (laughs) (laughs) yes the cats will be eating me Uh, (laughs) right fancy feast like the joy of finding out what's going on so we don't know where consciousness comes from but we want to find out furthermore i'll tell you it's deep within us the nature of consciousness is a mystery i challenge the young people here to investigate that very question uh, Bill, I do want to say that there is a book out there Scott. that does document where consciousness came from. And uh, in that book, uh, the one who created us said that he made man in his image and he breathed into man and he became a living being. Well, that sounds reasonable right there. Uh, breathe into him and it just became a so human being. Our like breath. That. Yeah. I mean, his breath. I guess document that that's where that's where this holy uh, consciousness came from <laughs> that uh, god gave it to us creationism well, the debate that's it um oh that's the beginning that's the end of it and then uh also it's kind of Ooh. funny when uh ken was talking a little bit about um the age of the earth and he was going on to show his his um arguments against science and he would kind of speed up when he got to these points about how there's a problem because there was this part where he talks about wood and the wood inside of these rocks was younger than the rocks around him. 
and mm-hmm. he just says there's a problem and he moves on like somebody's like kind of lying or they're kind of bullshitting he's kind of like man then this this is another example yeah, of it don't pay attention to that yeah and then i love how bill knight comes back and says well what if the rocks just kind of fell on top of the wood which would make sense <laughs> if there was a huge earth moment or an earthquake or something like that you know what i mean so i don't know so that's the debate. I'm sure that it's going to be a debate that's going yeah. to continue on for a long, long time until the end so of time. It'll never stop. It'll never stop. And there's going to always be camps that are pure science and pure uh, spiritualism and, and the Bible. But like I said, I respect people who are religious, just not people who are closed-minded the same way. That I believe in scientists that are also not entirely closed-minded. So I would love to be, be a scientist who... It's pure science fact, but also realizes that there's energy and something out there that's greater that we don't understand yet with mm-hmm. the acceptance of the fact that there's stuff that's out there that we don't know yet. So that's that's it for me. I can't leave continue anymore. Yeah, let's just leave it at that and let the debate Time for continue. for a break. Yes, it would be very good for a break because I need a little bit of water. Oh, that was something else. Well, coming up, we're going to be talking about well, can you believe that? Some things that I hear out in public that I just cannot believe. We'll be discussing that and also some really dumb celebrity news that really ticks me off. That's coming up next on The Chris Ventura Show. Stick with us. All right, I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. If you'd like to advertise with us, your commercial would go here and your commercial goes out within our shows. They're not something that's added later on by like YouTube or other uh, content providers and they share profits and things like that. No, your commercial is always going to be there. So if you hear this show, your commercial would go here on YouTube, on iTunes, distributed out to people all over the world potentially. Not that anybody really listens to the show, but potentially they could be out there. If you want to advertise with us, it's Chris Ventura Show at gmail.com or just send us a little voicemail if you would please at 626 387 3773. Again, that number is 626 387 3773 or just drop us an email at Chris Ventura Show at gmail.com. All right, right now we have a song by my friend Garrett. It's off of his music uh, line. He's doing a he has like this little independent label that he's working on, and he has some good stuff. He's also a stand-up comedian, and he's going to be in here in a couple of weeks as a guest. So a little shout-out to him. So here's one of his songs. Here it is on the Chris Turbo Show, and we'll link you to that later. Here it is.
All right, it's the Chris Ventura Show. We're back. We just finished a very long discussion of the uh, creationism uh, science debate from earlier uh, this month. Oh, gosh, that was something else. Now we're going on to something that has to do with human nature that pisses me off. And it's some of the dumb things that I hear just out in public when I have to, uh, unfortunately, interact with strangers, you know, and listen to things that they say. Now, I have a few things that I, I noted down while I was out and about. Well, and Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hey, have what about when they're not strangers? Are you like more tolerant to it? But it's, I think it's when they're strangers, you're more like quick to be like, oh, you're an idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I also like to think that it, I... Not I, out loud, but... Well, no, <laughs> but I've also liked to think that I picked my friends carefully and so they don't say <laughs> stupid things like that. And I don't associate with people who think... Or at least way. let them know or for next time. Yeah, for you're next like, time. You're like, okay, or I won't associate with you. Like, yeah, right, let then. me have a word with you in the corner <laughs> for a second. You know what you just said there? That's yeah, real total bullshit. Not around me. <laughs> yeah, just All not right, around then. me. See that list. Here's a couple of things that I've heard. Um, now, this is coming from somebody um, who was probably in their early 20s, maybe late teens. I'd say, uh, considering where I was at at a college, I'd say probably like 19 or 20, just based on their physical features and the way they were talking. This is from a person who has not seen the world or explored or worked or done anything really hard, I can imagine, based on other things that I heard them saying. The first thing that I heard them say was, I don't usually approve of people who do such and such a thing. Now, how do you, who the hell are you to sit there and judge other people when you're so young? Who are you? Are you kidding me? I was hoping to hear an example. But I don't usually approve of people who do <laughs> such and such a thing. And this was something really like lighthearted too. Like I don't usually approve of people who don't like to go to the movies. I'm like, what? You're completely <laughs> knocking a whole group of people out because they don't like to go to the okay, movies? Okay, now that's dumb. That's dumb. That's, exactly. That's now, okay. Now exactly. Where you, you got that from. And this mm-hmm. was for the first part of the conversation. And I took, I sat there and just listened. I had my headphones oh, on without God. the headphones on. I was just listening to them instead and taking notes. <laughs> you got a bunch of that list just from this one idiot. This is this one idiot. One idiot. And then uh, go, the conversation continues on to like beverage, beverages and things like that. And I know that's, you know, talking about, you know, what they're going to have. And they go to Starbucks. And then they said, I don't usually trust people to make my tea. However, I do trust the people at that one Starbucks so they don't burn my tea. And then she goes on to talk about how you wouldn't believe that you can actually burn tea, but some people can. I'm like, oh, I just wanted to strangle her. I'm sorry. Am I just full of rage or something? But I don't usually trust people to make my tea. Is that really a worry in your life? Are you kidding me, woman? Whoa. And now the icing on oh, the cake. She hasn't seen bigger problems in the world, huh? Yeah, apparently not. Because I don't really think too much about my tea as long as I have tea to drink. Because, I mean, (laughs) honestly, are you kidding me? If you worry so much, fucking drink water. (laughs) Get out of here. Or make it your damn self. Yeah, Yeah, jerk. I hope she's listening. I hope at some point in time that she stumbles across this show and says, you know, I I remember talking about this. And (laughs) and I am an ass. Yeah, what bus was she on? I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It was the campus shuttle. That's how I knew that she had to either go to the high school there or she was a student or a freshman or something. Um, and then what they were wearing. Dis- <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. Go as far as that. Yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> you. <other> anyways. <laughs> um, then she went on to discuss with her friend how she thinks of herself as a good liar because of certain things that she does, like how she got away with this and how she lied to her parents about certain things and getting out of the house and sneaking out and things like that. I'm like, wow, really. Really, this is what you I were got. young too. Shit, I was young we all, too. But we were all there. I didn't but I mean, talk she's like, like I knew the whole world or how everything operated. I, I guess knew the I was, way. Maybe the t- her tone was just like so proud of you know. It was that's snooty. what it was. She's the like, snootiness. Show off of uh, you know. Oh, I'm a good liar, and you know I hate liars. So I guess hearing that, I'm like, Ugh, if I hear someone say that, yeah. Not I only mean, are they a lied, though. Not only are they oh, not only are they a liar, they're proud of it, mm-hmm. and they want to teach other people how to be good liars. Ugh. You know, I'm like, so. I'm just really mad today. Just banging the desk. I'm so upset. And then later on that day, you know, I'm thinking about my financial situation and it's not always great. And I'm like, oh, you know, God, I would worry about this bill coming up and this and the student loans and all that sort of stuff. And then I'm walking along and I hear this guy loudly talking on his cell phone. And he's talking about how there's an issue with uh, the broken shower on the third floor of the house. 
I'm like, third floor of the house? Would you got an elevator too? I'm like, wow, really? And so I got to hear you talk about your third floor bathroom issues while I'm sitting here trying to keep a roof over my single ranch home here that's falling to pieces, you know? <laughs> In my head, I just keep trying to make excuses for them. That's what I notice I'm, do- notice I'm doing. I'm like, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Well, maybe this or that, trying to justify it. Because we don't know what's going on in their life. or. But, I think yeah. that if you have a third but, floor, you're doing pretty well. Okay? I think you're doing pretty well if you have a third floor restroom that you're worried about. Because the tile they isn't grouted f- correctly. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? I, I should be lucky that the grout isn't cracking. You know? I don't think I shared with someone an apartment. It, and that's his floor? Third floor? No, no, I know it was a house because he was talking about how they were working on some windows before and so-and-so didn't finish the windows when they moved into the house. And he said the house. He kept saying the house. And maybe it, I'm pretty sure it was a house. Maybe it's like renting a room. I don't know. Renting out a room. I don't know. My blood pressure is through the roof. If you could feel my heart right now, well, it's like... Well, let's just say if it is your house and you're, if, it's, if, it's, if that's all your house, then yeah, asshole. You're a jerk. <laughs> Well, he's renting out the house to other people, too. Okay. And he owns the house, apparently. Mm. Kid's probably mm. 10 years younger than mm. I am. Just want to punch him in the face, too. <laughs> I'm just full of rage tonight, and I apologize for that. I probably sound like a real hater, but you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. You know what? Sometimes I get when a When people don't have to work for, my, for things they get. Yeah. I think that bothers me a lot. I guess and it's because Damn I feel like you. a lot of people... I feel... It's not so much that they have it, but they feel entitled to it, mm-hmm. and if they get it, if something oh, God, those something interrupts that whole situation for them, they get all worked up in their frenzy rather than just dealing with it. Like you know, people who actually do struggle for a long time, who are like, you know, my situation, mm-hmm. I understand it, I got to work to better it, but they feel entitled to this, and they're like, oh, oh my God, no, the, you know, the shower isn't working on the third floor, so my whole you know weekend is ruined. I can't go up to Malibu like I planned. I'm like, hmm. Anyways, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll calm down. I think I need to take... I don't know. I need to have a drink now, Catherine. Yeah, <laughs> how about when the, the water sh- shuts off? Oh, that's, they, don't, they don't experience that. No. Oh, my God. They would freak out. They wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, or the hot water heater's leaking. And then, oh, well, hey, I got to call my, my guy, you know, my contractor to come in and get that. You know, is he licensed? You know, <laughs> I'm out there freaking changing a water heater by myself. It weighs like a ton. Try not to break my back, you know. I'm like... Okay, I'm done. Oh, those people, I wonder if those people came and changed their own tire. Probably not. They have to call a guy. <laughs> Probably not. Now, I'm not saying, hey, I'm not saying, hey, pity me, Man. but I'm just saying we're average people here, me and Catherine, and like you guys out there who are listening to us. And I just get bothered by things like that because it's just people are really not in reality, not really, you know, and just it's kind of people who think about, uh, I don't know. I just, my, I, I'm actually sweating. I'm talking. I'm so upset right now. It's just because of that. I'm sorry. I'm gonna end the show now because now Catherine is upset too. Oh, I was just thinking people that complain about little things and what about other? You know, people are going through worse things and they're, um, you know, what I'm saying they're just trying to stay positive and all this stuff and those things like that don't bug them. I know some pretty amazing folks. And I have some really great friends who have what other people would consider really tough lives. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some that don't even have parents anymore. Some don't have any family anymore. Some who pretty much worked their way up from the time they were like mid, you know, their mid teens, just doing it on their own. To those people, I commend you. Very, you guys are amazing out there. (laughs) Is it clap jeans? Oh wait, I can't drink soda. I can't drink soda. And I, you know, and I'm probably, that's what I'm mad about too. I'm mad at the fact that I ruined my, uh, New Year's resolution to not drink soda. I have this gigantic three-liter bottle of soda that I'm working through today just to calm my nerves. And I, I'll try to give up soda in Yeah, he's, trying, he's being an enabler trying to push the soda on me. I was like, oh, no. Uh-uh. I was trying to push it on you because this. it's the only mixer I have if you want rum. So I'm like, rum and Dr. Pepper go real well together. That Trust rum? me. That rum right there. Hmm. Yeah. Well, a little bit goes see, a long see, way. Um, thanks for listening. Wow, it's been an hour. Can you believe it? Our first wow. one hour long show. But wow. I think a lot of content was in there. And a lot right. of anger, hatred, and rage too. But I And music. And music from our friend Garrett. Thank you for that. It was probably the most calm part of the entire podcast. <laughs> uh, we'll be back again uh, in a couple weeks with something a little bit more softer. I think. This will end our rant. Yeah, this will our end rants. our rant. Ranting. And the session, show ranting session. will evolve. See what I did there? I'm talking about mm-hmm. evolution. Our show will evolve into <laughs> a softer topic next time 
we promise. Don't forget to check us out on our website if you're listening to us or somebody passed this along to you. At chrisventura.com, it has your links to our YouTube channel, our live Ustream show, things like that. Uh, don't forget, if you're just listening to this podcast, you're only listening to half the story because we have a live show that's video as well every uh, couple of Sundays here and there. So check us out with that. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you're pissed off at me for some reason, leave us a message. We did get some messages, but they were music only, which was really weird. Oh. <laughs> if you'd like to leave us voicemails of music, that's fine too. At 626-387-3773. Don't worry. Nobody will ever answer that. It's automated, so don't worry about that. You can also text oh it, too, if you're God. afraid to call. So. I'll just imagine a creeper calls and it's just breathing with music playing in the background. I, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. A few years ago, when I did do a phone line like that, I did get some creepy voice messages <laughs> like that. It turned me off completely oh, I thought from you were doing on. this. I was like, whoa. No, it was weird. Like, sure, I wanted over. to find sure. out the phone number and, you know, contact the police kind of thing. It was a little bit freaky and creepy. Wow. So. So uh, please keep the voicemails non-creepy, <laughs> will you? Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. It's Chris Ventura's show. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye, guys. All right, we're back. And usually right now, this is where you hear something interesting or funny, a little clip that we had from earlier in the show. But when we finished doing the show, we realized, well, actually, I realized that I didn't put the part about the celebrity gossip, but we're not going to do that because that's not very important. But what is important is a few extra things that we have to say about our commentary on the debate, and Catherine has a few things that she wants to say that she felt that she didn't get across the first time. So here she is. All right, so evolution or creationism. My point wasn't clear in my rant, so here it is. I believe in evolution mostly, which is a scientific explanation, and creationism, which is a religious explanation, I believe is possible to a certain extent. So I don't reject all Christian beliefs. There's no way of proving there is or isn't a God. And if there is a God or a higher being who created us and the planet, it is explained scientifically. By that, I mean God created us through evolution and not, and not creationism. God being responsible for evolution. Science just figures how he did it. Okay. And if God created this universe, it was with the Big Bang. As for bringing up aliens, I just don't believe in an actual Messiah. An actual Messiah is all. But a God, I'm more open to that possibility of a higher being. Okay. Is that is that it? Yeah. Okay. Well, well said. Um, yeah, there's a few things that I probably said in there that I kind of would like to change a little bit. But um, for the most part, I kind of stick to what um, I said. And yeah, I don't know what's out there. I don't really know what made what or what came first and all that. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm open-minded, but I still think science is the answer to a lot of the reasons for things happening the way they did and um, you can't simply go back to a book for the answers for everything. So that's basically what I said earlier, and I'm still kind of sticking to that. But there you go. But I still, I'm open-minded. So again, thanks for listening, and that little bit needed to be added. And I think that was really appropriately done. So well said, Catherine. We'll see you next time, all right? <laughs>